Hello. Hello and welcome to Regular Features. The podcast. Where is the... Joe! What? Why do you get Why the boomerang you... between each other? Because we had rhythm and you broke that rhythm. I was like going to a... rhythm up, but he let's jumped start, in. Let's start doing it again. Let's start doing no. it again. We can do this. I we don't want to be in. Clockwise. Come on. Come clockwise. On. Everyone gets five seconds. Okay. Which way's clocks go? Hey up, and welcome to Regular Features. The podcast that's all about... Being the same every week, though. We are steadfast in our resolutions never to change uh, and just cling Oddly to the format that we have chosen for ourselves. Keep up the rhythm, it's like jazz. And now, we are jazz musicians. Why did you say jazz? You put jazz into head, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> My name's Matt, I'm joined by Joe. Hello. Log. hey up. And nobody else. Um, we have a confession to make before we start the podcast this week. Last week, and we've never done anything like this before, but in last week's mm. podcast, we did make up some stuff. It was and fakery. It was a bit of fiction. And uh, we are not, in fact, uh, mostly dead. Joe, as you may have gathered, is not actually dead. Hello. He was not eaten by Gav. It was uh, theatre. It was It was just, it was lies. It was and I want to apologise for that. And I'd, my bits, there were some points at which I actually sounded camp. And actually, I'm just remorselessly butch. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm sorry if I gave you the impression that I was fluid in my gender. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, though, um, even though it was very cold last week when we were not hiding in a bunker, afterwards, Steve did go out and decide to fall asleep on a bench and he is he is now frozen to death. He is actually dead. Um, so, uh, if you would like to come to the live show and <laughs> I his... say if, you, if you want to eat him, here's the location. <laughs> well, he <laughs> said that if he froze to death, people could come to the live show and lick his balls. However, I have been shaving what, off... What defiant last words they were as well. Yeah, <laughs> They'd be like a sort of nice popsicle at this point. Well, they would have been, but I've been kind of shaving them off and having them in cocktails as sort of <laughs> uh, <laughs> shave ice um, for my luxury uh, market. I want the entire ball for my Negroni, though. <laughs> no, I don't want this... It's, yeah. just, it's just how you serve a Negroni, a large lump of ice. You're right, you're right. Um, unfortunately, it's become a kind of, it's an aphrodisiac market. It's like tiger's bones or whatever. Steve's oh, that balls. explains your massive lob on. Yeah, so <laughs> you've been crushing Smashed up. down a spunky margarita. <laughs> I now have just too much cock, constantly. It's just a, a raging erection that I have to live with for the rest of my life. But in a way, it's a it's like a memorial, um, a, a, a wrecked... Uh, erected in a memorial. And if you would like to donate to the GoFundMe to get <laughs> Matt's dick engraved, <laughs> go to <laughs> patreon.com. if Steve was here in a serif font. <laughs> Steve was in the act. No, no. Go on, fuck it, I've got it wrong. <laughs> Steve, our friend who died. Anyway, um, that's it for the addendums and, uh, you know... Errata. Errata and all that. Let's do a podcast. Okay. I want a feature now. I think Guys, obviously last week was disaster time. Mm. Everything was going wrong in the world. There has, however, been some pretty severe uh, follow-up to that in the fact that over the weekend... Due to uh, temperatures and water and pipes, about 20,000 houses in London were without water. Oh my God. I only found out that, that the beast from the East was called Emma today. Yeah, Emma Geddon. My wife is called Emma and she actually purposely went and found a newspaper and held it up and took a photo being like, Emma Geddon, I'm going <laughs> to end the world. Why did we call her the beast from the East? <laughs> Not your Emma. I mean, I've been the calling her that for years. Sky Emma. Um, I don't know. I don't. I think Emma was a different one. I think the Beast from the East was the first one, and I, then there it, was Emma. It was an easterly wind and 
beast rhymes with it. We had a conculcation. Of, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I think it sounds good. It's lucky because nothing else rhymes with nothing good rhymes with south, north, or west. I mean, it's lucky it was from the east, really, for the headline writers. The vest from the west. The vest. It's not the vest. It's horrible. <laughs> I said vest. Oh, but the that's vest. Fun. Wear a vest because it's cold. The <laughs> fucked up vest from the west. Uh, yeah, but I, I didn't have any water this weekend. So um, the whole weekend. Most of it, yeah. Um, it, the water has just come back on now, but obviously. I'm- I noticed when I came back in, your dishwasher was running in what was a celebration yep. of water. Honestly. <laughs> empty. Totally empty. <laughs> I got in today and I was like, the water's back, but the water pressure might still be dodgy. So I got home early and I'm like, I'm just fucking going to do loads of water-based things straight away. I remember the, Deal big, with it, the, Sadiq. the big threat about coming here tonight was that we could not piss or shit in your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Or if we did, we had to bring enough water to just... Place the piss that we did. Yeah, like, two different. That's how it works. Two different styles here. I promised not to shit or piss, but Matt made log promise to bring water. <laughs> I offered to bring water because I cannot start a podcast without having a shit. Mm. Yeah, no, it's fair. I, I think my wife was just worried about. <laughs> it's just the, the nervousness brings it all just compacted. <laughs> it's been a bit like a puzzle game of being like, you know, you don't you don't necessarily have to flush after a wee, but you do have to flush after a shit. So it's a bit like filling lines in Tetris of being like, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. No, that's got to go. It's like filling two jugs to get to a certain amount in the one jug. Like yeah. Die Hard 3. And I bought a couple of very large <laughs> bottles of water from the shops like to do stuff, but you you feel like a bit crap putting mineral water in a, in a bog. So we've kind of been trying to keep that to a minimum, really. You're like, I don't know, this is not this has been through mountains. If you do tip mineral water down the toilet, you just have to laugh whilst thinking about poor people. <laughs> this is <laughs> this has been oh through mountains. It really tried to get here. And for what? It tried to escape that life for a better life. And now it's here and it's in a toilet. Uh, but it's fine now. Nobody died, I don't think. Yeah, don't say that. I mean, probably people did. I did, to be fair, keep an eye out. And I did like go on Twitter to see if there's anyone talking about elderly relatives being stuck because lots of people getting angry with Thames Water so I did actually do my thing of going and I saw a few people being like my mum's on her own da, da. and I did tweet people being like I'll tell you people some more if you want but nobody took me up on it but I tried because I felt bad about that yeah, I was like I saw the pictures you put with those tweets they were weird I like ladies you with one of the big bottles of water in front of your cock trying to make it look bigger <laughs> 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 it's not refraction, it's real. It's a, it's a massive chode. <laughs> chode. This is 10 litres of pure chode. No. Jesus Christ. Lich, literally, I didn't do that. I've never heard Log react like that to a dick it just, joke. It just keeps saying chode. And li- chodes aren't. Well, if you've got a chode, honestly, I, I would sleep with you anyway, but it's just, they're not an attractive dick, are they? I, I would still sleep with you. I've never seen one for real. I've seen drawings. I like that what's finally offended you on the podcast is the idea yeah. of having to look, think about an ugly dick. Oh, that, you ha- you, that you'd have to fuck. I have to, just to maintain my facade of universal niceness. <laughs> <laughs> well, that facade may be gone. Anyway, um, I thought what I'd do is, because uh, a lot of you will be aware, that it's very difficult um, being a uh, middle-class white man mm-hmm. uh, oh, in geez. the 21st century. And so... Um, I don't know if 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 readers uh, from other countries, such as Africa and stuff, really know what it's like to to not have water um, for like a day. So if you haven't been in England and and dealt with that, so what I, what I wanted to do was just kind of give people an insight to what it's like um, living in a world in which just for for twenty hours you don't have access to running water I, in your house. I've had sometimes you know sometimes you go to bed and you're drunk. <laughs> 
and you wake up with a dry mouth in the middle of mm. the night and you've got to get up. Yeah. That's fucking horrible. That's terrible, man. It's absolutely terrible. Imagine that, but you have to walk down the road uh, rather than just getting some from the next room. Or just drink lemon barley water undiluted. Some people, you know, had oh, yeah. to walk. <laughs> some people had to walk for five minutes, ten minutes, you know, to just to get... Which is unthinkable. insane. Unthinkable. That's stupid. And then when you carry back your five litres of water, you have to carry it back in shopping bags with your arms. Do you have to pay five people? Yeah, sometimes I have to pay five people. It's insane. I thought what I'd do is I'd take you through uh, <laughs> my, my diary for my day of what it was like, or how I got by without water. Mm-hmm. So 3 a.m., I awaken with the immediate knowledge that something is wholly, horribly wrong. My innate connection to the fluid realm has become inert, cold and floppy. I whack it around a bit, trying to wake it up. No, it's no good. No. Let me just try and... No. Maybe if you try while I... No. No, it's, it's no use. It isn't going to happen. Sorry. I turn the handle of the large tap that looms above my pillow, knowing full well what will happen next. Splash! Chug, chug. Splash! Chug, chug, chug. Splash! I in my bed am only partially soaked. My wife beside me is, at best, very damp. The water is off, I mutter to myself. The water is off! I leap, I bound, I leap again, after which point I am fully clothed due to the strategic airborne placement of a tyre around my bedroom. Rushing to the cellar, I return with a length of garden hose and then manually siphon every drop of water from the bowls of my 13 impeccable toilets. When you said strategic placement of a tyre, I thought you meant you were wearing a tyre around. You're like stick of the dump. I, I didn't want to say a tyre, but I just said clothed. And I was like, what's another word for clothes? There aren't really many. I'd have gone with garb. Garb. Oh, garb is good. Okay, where was I? With a length of garden hose, I manually siphon every drop of water from the bowls of my 13 impeccable toilets. Choice is the greatest luxury known to man. But the thirsty plants must be fed, else their roots find a taste for something other. After this, (laughs) (laughs) all the water in my house is spent. For the bump and grind of my daily chores, I must seek alternative solutions. (laughs) That was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Can you do that for all the jokes, please? Sometimes I get confused. A a joke sound? I am a deeply (laughs) funny man. (laughs) Tapping on the amulet of elemental advice, I reach out to Splaferti, the sprightly god of fluids, drinks, and olives on sticks. Most commonly worshipped via the medium of eyeing one of those big jugs at Weatherspoons. But alas, in my haste and stupidity, I have summoned a second power. Gravello, the stoic god of dust, salt, and complex carbohydrates. This is such a complicated world you've built in such a small time. The tap above your pillow put me off for the most part. You know when you get to the bottom of a bag of crisps and it's all just little bits. If Gravello had his way, all life on earth would simply be that. Tiny fragments of delicious little crisps. Show me your temple. I would worship you. (laughs) Well, um, well... Now I'm going to have to be in a situation whereby these two gods are going to help me get through my day using finding an alternative for water um, or offering alternatives for water for all the things that I'm going to need 
waterfall. I just love the fact you have ready access to gods when when small inconveniences yeah. have come I've got up an on element, you. amulet of elemental advice, haven't you? <laughs> well, you lower middle, come on. <laughs> anyway, now I'm going to tell you about what happened when I asked the gods. Gentle gods, it is 8am. I must, post haste, wash my balls. Splaferti, what must I do? There may be no more water here, but options abound. Do not fear. Why not bathe them in chocolate yazoo? A milky treat for me! And yes, you. Gravello. No, 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 it need not be something wet. This life of water you must forget. Why not carefully clean your balls by rubbing them gently on the walls? I, I forgot you guys always rhymed. I, I legitimately dislike rhymes. I'm not sure why... I wrote this. Very well. <laughs> I will bathe my gentleman nuts in a saucer of banana yazoo and then carefully massage them clean using the floors, a compromise that I believe takes the best of both worlds. Next, oh gods, without a running water supply, how on earth am I to clean my gooch? I will say it's a very big mistake to try and please more than one god at once. <laughs> <laughs> We'll shine gooch till it's groomed like pooch, such smooth and glossy hair. All it takes will be olive oil. Chuck a pint of the stuff down there. She's changed rhyme scheme as well. I know, it's very <laughs> ornate. Dravello? No, 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 that's far too slick. Extra virgin over your ankles and dick. What will clean it best, you see, is a tube's worth of Pringles rubbed in by me. All right, so I think I'll gently fry some crushed up Pringles in a teaspoon of olive oil, and then I'll apply that to my gooch like a, a face mask. Can, Can we, we watch? watch? What? No. Look, why do you always have to make this weird? Anyway, would you look at the time? Oh, gosh, it's almost 10 p.m. at night already, and I must prepare myself a hot cup of tea for bed. I always dip the tip of my penis into Earl Grey before going to sleep. And after that, I make myself some chamomile. I clean my penis in chamomile tea. In my eyes, all liquids are equally good when it comes to cleaning underneath the hood. But why not embrace Moe, a luxury treat? The bishop needs bubbles to keep his hat neat. A, hand, a handful of basmati rice under the rim. A pair of these little silica bags should stop it getting <laughs> grim. Cleanest your penis with pebbles and sand. The ocean's bounty can't beat the land. On one thing, however, we both gods can agree. We'd, We'd love, love to, to watch, watch you clean, clean your peen. You're not really gods, are you? No. How did you get into my house? You left, you left the, the door, door unlocked. unlocked. Where are you actually from? Slough. Get out. Philistinia Bovary, and I'm grand chair of the big judges panel where all the old Oscars' favorite films get to try and win for the year. Madam Bovary. It's Madam a... Philistinia Bovary. What a, what a rare An treat. Unbelievable pleasure. Hello. Now, the thing about today is that it's the day after the Oscars, but I thought that you 
should also judge them. Judge the best picture of the Oscar. Well, we, we'd be honored. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 you won a competition that I someone entered for you. I haven't thought this through. And we're going to give... You can do that with anyone. Just put their email address in a box anyway. Yeah. Yes. Internet. It's like you've been doxxed. <laughs> someone doxxed you to the Oscar. <laughs> and, well, the Oscars are over. We know who won. I can't remember now, because I came on a plane while the Oscars were on. But you get to judge them too, or give them special extra Oscar. <laughs> so what I'm gonna do is read out the synopses for the, the nine best picture Oscars. There are more yes, there are more Oscars as yet ungave. One more. Oh, whoa, the, the big boy. Secret Oscar. Special best best picture. <laughs> 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 I'm going to read the synopses for the nine. Of all time. Now, I realize that what's happened is that I wrote this bit last and I haven't written the rest in this kind of voice. <laughs> so some of it may sound totally inconsistent. Maybe you have an assistant? <laughs> assistant wrote them. For me, Philistinia <laughs> Bovary. You're, you're losing your sentence structure, Madam Bovary. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? Yes! Now, Oscar won. Three billboards outside Epping Forest. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Brian, an, ex, an Essex drug addict played masterfully by Ben Stiller's dad, the one from Zoolander, falls in love with a big picture of a lady from the Halifax Building Society but is confused and shaken when he sees her on two other billboards. His life falls apart as he loses his home, builds a shelter in the woods, and steals glances at his would-be ten-foot torso-only lovers. <laughs> it's the heartwarming comedy of the year, showing us the lengths we'd go for love, the perils of bigamy, and the science of how to fuck a signpost. <laughs> All while hopped up on an absolutely crazy Moroccan skag. <laughs> Oscar 2, Phantom Thread. An original flavor cheese string, Sir Ben Kingsley, has to reckon with losing a strip. A profound anti-dairy message cannot distract from the fact that Ben Kingsley is playing a cheese string and really nailing it. Oscar 3, Lady Bird. A sparrow with tits gets down and dirty on the farmyard. She goes crazy with the shepherd's dog, checks out all the pig's corkscrew dicks to see who's got the bendiest, and everyone laughs at a great tit that turns up. But he doesn't get the joke. But most of all, she learns about herself. All, all of the titbirds are blind to the humor of their own names. It's a fucking... Mm. Idiots. <laughs> if they could just join in the joke, it would make them more popular. Correct. <laughs> I have not thought about improv in this voice <laughs> sorry, either. Sorry. But please do talk away. <laughs> Oscar for The Post. Mark Ruffalo, Jessica Chastain, Jimmy Stewart, Patrick Stewart, John Stewart, Kristen Stewart, Stewart Francis, Francis McDormand, Philippa Forrester, Craig Charles, <laughs> Brad Depp, Inglewood Hardcastle, Pete Townsend, and every single Skarsgård star in this one-man show about an envelope. <laughs> Oscar 
five. I think we're on five now. <laughs> Dunk Irk. <laughs> Is this a basketball game? <laughs> I went with that initially. But I settled on. Someone is mildly annoyed by a dunk. <laughs> the long-awaited Duncan James biopic, chronicling the life and times of the second best member of Blue. We see Duncan in four stages of life, played in turn by a Stranger Thing, Channing Tatum, Forrest Whitaker, and Peter O'Toole's Ghost, always trying and failing to outshine his friend and colleague Simon Webb, played in all four time periods by Simon Webb. A moonlight for the Towie generation, <laughs> Dunk Irk shows the struggle of a man with an estuary accent to succeed and his slight annoyance whenever it doesn't quite go his way. It's a Dunk Irk. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Six, Oscar Six, The Shape of Water. A mute cleaning lady working in a high-security government laboratory meets and falls in love with a sexy fish from the Amazon. That's actually a real film synopsis, and it sounds <laughs> fucking stupid, doesn't it? I was that, I don't know anything about the film, but all I know is that the name of the water made it sound like the name of the film, made it sound like something really serious and contemplative, and then I saw any screenshot and then the fuck is that? It's just Abe Sapien from Hellboy with a bigger dick. <laughs> Presumably. Oscar Seven. <laughs> Call me by your name. <laughs> the unnerving true life story of a child with a problem. The problem being that he's called Buttfresh McGillicuddy. <laughs> <laughs> and he desperately doesn't want to be. So I he... love the fact you've chosen the, the name of the moonlighting guy in this. <laughs> <laughs> so he keeps stealing name badges off of retail workers' chests until he's put in jail. And then he becomes king of the jail. And there's the apocalypse, and he breaks out when space lightning hits the jail, and then he's king of the country. And that man's name? John C. McGinley from Scrubs. <laughs> if you should, you should, I'd have given you £10 if you'd said Mr. Pesto. <laughs> Mr. Pesto from Scrubs. <laughs> Get out! The outside pick... This avant-garde motion collage collects together every time someone was told to get out of EastEnders. Oh, wait, I need to get back into my eggs. He's got Australian, Jesus. Somebody help him. <laughs> you have to travel all the way around the world clockwise you're, you're, each time you lose an accent. You're about, to, you're about to see why that is going to be a problem of EastEnders Queen Vic pub. What does it feel like to be told to get out? <laughs> What walk do you have to do to get it? <laughs> Where do you go when you've got it? <laughs> Presented by Max Headroom and collecting hundreds of hours of archive interviews with every cast member told to get it. Get out is a journey into the acting mind, a reflection of ourselves and a fucking good laugh. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> I've gone through the south. Darkest hour. Little Harry Hitler can't get to sleep. Like so many children his age, he's afraid of the dark. But unlike most children, Harry has a good reason to be afraid. Because for one hour every night, the darkest hour, something comes out of the shadows. 
This transgressive horror film reimagines English's greatest war politician as a sort of Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favourite film? <sighs> well, I don't want to take the rest of them for granted, but the only one that fills my heart is Get Out. Get Out. I want Churchill Babadook, mostly because it's the... Literally such a barrage of stuff that that's the only one I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> Churchill Babadook is a very nice name indeed. <laughs> Churchill Babadook it is. Oh, fucking. Congratulations, Babadook. It is time for the next regular feature. Hey, Joe. Hey, hey Matt. Hey. I'm Log. That's something you do in professional broadcast, just to remind people what they're listening oh, to? Oh, God, yeah. Roseanne's back. Roseanne's back. Roseanne Barr. <laughs> wow. Okay. She never went away. She's always been there, but she's got a sitcom. It's being shown on ABC and it's being shown this month. And I really used to like Roseanne. I, I, well, yeah, I did actually. I fucking, in like, I was in the 90s, young. it was fucking amazing. I was, I mean, did you, yeah. Did you watch it? I did. I loved it when I was How a kid. How can you have watched it? I'm 44. How can you have watched it? As I was a kid? really young. It, it was definitely Am on. I, is everything I've done available to younger people? Am I actually redundant as a man in his mid 40s? Yes. You've got the best taste in old timey sitcom style music of anyone I know, and I think that's impossible to teach. <laughs> you have to you have to feel the genuine joy that surges over you when like the LOLO theme tune that plays in my pub every time that comes on, I kind of just stop <laughs> and just imagine I'm running a cafe. I the difference is that you would have actually appreci- maybe more appreciated the significance of Roseanne and what it was. Whereas well, I just didn't. It was just a TV show. It was nothing like there's a hundred think pieces on this. Like there was nothing like it at the time. It yeah. was just a woman led, fat woman led, and there was the fat wasn't a massive joke. It's not like Kirsty Alley, like decade later, had to yeah. do anything called fat actress. Like fat wasn't the thing. It was like she was just a big woman in a working class family, and they were great. It was a yeah. It was. It wasn't laughing at them. Yeah. No, it, it was equally loving and hateful. <laughs> it was. It was brilliant in terms of they just scream at each other because. They were stressed from their situation, but the love was transparent. I've completely gone off topic. I've, Sorry, I've, veered, I've derailed I've, you. No, I veered away from my, what I'd written, but it sounded sincere. We threw you into so, a ditch. Um, so, <laughs> you, motherfucker, you he's got a three T-shirt on. He's prepared. You made me fucking care. <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> and I'll do it again. God damn it. <laughs> so after making me really sincere about how much I fucking love Roseanne, you, it's been really weird over the last few years of just being exposed to media uh, it's been like losing a sixth, fifth or sixth mother to some strange disease that makes you a bad person she's um she's gone from being that loving character at the center of a world that was stressful but held together with joy mm being a transphobic alt-right conspiracy theorist who sports a sodden wide-on for Donald Trump. What is she? She fucking retweets Infowars about the 5.7 million oh, illegals who God. gave Clinton... Who, those illegals that gave Clinton the popular vote. She's a fucking... She called a really amazing trans woman, Paris Lees. She called her a woman-hating dicktard. 
Fucking hell. Adam. She had a few too many of those nutrient pills. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Brain force. <laughs> Brain force. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an educational cartoon. It's probably like a CGI cutscene from a 90s video game. Brain force. You've got to destroy the brain force factory. <laughs> One of the things she did that was quite rude was when uh, the students of UC Davis voted to boycott Israeli goods as a mm. part of the um, thing. She, she voted, she, she tweeted, I hope all the Jews leave UC Davis and then it gets nuked. And following that tweet, she tried to start the hashtag nuke UC Davis Jew haters. She's a birther. She believes um, Obama no. wasn't born in the US. She's a pizza gator. Uh, oh, and just, <laughs> that one is... Uh... <laughs> right. It's, it's all... Sorry, I only know pizza gator as... Um... Oh, she, no. she believes that What's Clinton that? is part of a pizza you know? ring that was based in a pizza restaurant, in the basement of a pizza restaurant that doesn't have a pizza. Uh, doesn't have a pizza. Never a it doesn't even have a pizza. It's how can it be a restaurant if it doesn't sell pizzas? They believe that because of the. You don't know, have a pizza gate. I don't think I know. The, okay, the Podesta gate. emails. So basically, there were a bunch of emails of people having a political campaign, working late nights, and mm. there were lots of emails about ordering pizza because, you know, obviously, if you're running a political cam- campaign and you working late nights with lots of people, you're going to order and eat a lot of pizza. I remember pizza is something lots of people will eat. Reading quite recently that during the government shutdown, they were all ordering pizza. Yeah. It sounded like a grand it's, old time. It's because pizza, A, everyone likes it because it's quite basic. That's and B, right. even if it's cold, it's still pretty good. Which means like, but then people yeah, you, basically... Busy, but then it's, is it for pedophiles? But conspiracy though? theorists thought, why are these people using the word pizza all the time? They must mean children. And they had lots of thumbtacks on the word pizza across yeah. loads of map of the world. <laughs> and it's basically the idea that they think that all these politicians are buying and selling children How sex slaves. I missed pizza game? Oh, it's really, it's like properly like the bottom of do the barrel not, when it comes to like anything. But do you not remember a, a guy turned up with a gun to the restaurant that they... Yeah. No! This yeah. is this conspiracy theories have gone fucking wild and everything. Oh, I know that. I just didn't have the pizza now. one. Oh, no, that's... Oh, oh sorry. That's Perhaps I spend too much time on fucking Twitter. <laughs> Cults have fucking changed, man. They're not led by people. They're led by ideas. And then there's always people with guns at the other end of them. But yeah, someone who ran into the pizza place with a gun to free these kids from the basement. The place doesn't even have a fucking basement. It's a fucking basement. So they building. had to shoot so their way through the floor. floor. <laughs> say, so they shot a basement in. But despite that, even with this information out there, people still believe. It all like it's like it's that weird thing. There's there's no basement, but people still believe there are children in the basement in Schrodinger's fucking basement. You can't um, walk backwards out of a belief tunnel that deep. No, I sometimes no. think we could do. <laughs> and look, <laughs> <laughs> I just think some people would do well to just believe in God and have that. <laughs> like that's one stupid thing, but at least it's for good stuff. Stop yeah. believing in pizza pedos. And that's once. That is the problem. This whole atheist bollocks. I mean, I'm an atheist, but I didn't replace it with fucking belief. Exactly. <laughs> that. I replaced it with this. That's why it's best to be agnostic. Just accept yeah, that there's just... probably nothing out there, but I don't know. Fucking, oh. No one fucking knows anything. Yeah, there's gas and that made me. Fucking hell. <laughs> probably someone. I genuinely have never heard that, it, or at it, least never internalized it. was the it. alt-right mass. Uh, you, they don't believe what they're saying either. They just know it's useful bullshit. Yeah. But of course, shit, yeah. of course, some people buy into it more. It's like Tide Pods. There was a guy in the... I tell you, when I was in the swimming pool, there was a guy in the sauna who started talking about, like, using... He very briefly mentioned Iked, and then he started to, using terms that I that just sound like like transgressions, and you know that like in, ter, in terms of Ike, transgressions yeah. mm. means 
people having sex with lizards. <laughs> like that's pretty much that, like the I did code not word know that. I think it maybe not that word, but I think it was a word like that, which basically like in the context of normal. So it's he like was private eye, tired and exhausted. <laughs> it's just to mean drunk. Yeah, no, it's just transgressions. Exactly. He was talking about obviously I'm against, but he was like, it was a like it's, smash hits. Suffering from a winter cold meant you had taken a shitload of cocaine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was a massive. A uh, massive white guy with a big crucifix, golden crucifix around his neck, and talking to a, a room full of black dudes, basically, and talking about, oh, obviously, I'm against transgressions, and they're all like, yeah, 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 because they're you know, basically talking to a room full of Christian men, mm. and like, I was just, and then he started talking about me, but the problem was he was doing it all so lightly, he was like lightly skimming off of these topics in a way that probably just left them going, I don't really know what that means, but I carry on, proper little water. But moment. then I was like, when he mentioned Pizzagate, I was like, at one point, I was tempted to just be like, stand up and be like, you know, this guy's fucking, do you know what he's talking about? And just to be like, this guy's fucking aligned with racists, like this guy, you know, like this is, <sighs> you go to the root of this shit. But then all these people kind of agreeing with him, and I was like, but but it's because they didn't really know what he was saying. And I was like, oh man, this guy can go in public and say stuff to people and. And feel like everyone's on his wavelength. It's like when yeah, a taxi like, driver says, of course. It's not like it used to be around yeah, here. You right. go, oh, 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 well, things do change, don't they? I went, yeah, I was right. in a supermarket wearing my stupid t-shirt that says Stanley Kubrick fake the moon landing. So it's a, <laughs> and, it's a, and it's a Tintin cover. And, um, and a man walked up to me and was like, oh, really nice t-shirt. I was like, oh, thanks, man. I, like, I know the guy who made it. He's like, oh, where can I get one? I was like, oh, just follow this guy on Twitter. He's got a store. And he's like, cool, cool. Because he did, didn't he? <laughs> I was like, whoa, shit. So I, I haven't seen the new episode of Roseanne yet, but I think it's probably like this. <laughs> DJ. Get down here for dinner or I'll fuck everything up in the house and I'll tell your dad you did it and he'll lay you the fuck out. Shut up, Mum. I'm doing a wank now and I'm a grown-up. Oh, suck it up, Snowflake. It's my free speech as a big mom <laughs> to serve you violent food right into your wank stream. <laughs> and you can't no-platform me in my own kitchen where I am the domestic Fucking goddess. Oh, great. Mum's being a free-range fucking merchant of dick shittery again. Oh, that's racist against women, darling. You want a safe space? The only safe space in my house is the garbage disposal. Because Dan hasn't fixed it. <laughs> so shut up and eat your gun casserole. Or I'll take the safeties off. I just realised my new neighbours upstairs. I don't really know who I am or what I do yet, but they'll be working it's something a lot, out. A lot of accented screaming today. Yeah. I mean, it's quite clear words, but let's let's go. Honey, I'm home and I forgot the eggs. That's okay, honey. I bought some eggs. Why did you ask me to buy some eggs if you were going to buy some eggs? I just wanted to give you the opportunity to let me down like you always fucking do. Rosie. Didn't I die of a heart attack at the end of season eight? I mean, I'm fairly sure season nine was essentially a fever dream written by a woman who couldn't reconcile herself with the reality of my death. Shut your mouth, Dan, you Soros puppet. DJ, the powerful trans lobby have paid off my husband, who has become an Islamic terrorist. I have decided to nuke him. You're the man of the house now. <laughs> 
Oh no, Mom! I've done an English fart! Oh wow. A DJ Trump. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna huff that bad boy right up my schnoz. Mom, get your hungry ass out of my fully grown man ass! <laughs> ass out of my ass? <laughs> Mom! Get your hungry face out of my fully grown man ass! <laughs> DJ. What? Your sister Becky wasn't born in the USA. Please shoot her with your dinner. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I think that is what it's going to sound like. I think exactly. <laughs> You've nailed it there. I think we might get uh, done for copyright at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Preemptive copyright. Um, yeah. I did write... Uh, <laughs> Five minute Golden Girls. What? What if the Golden Girls were similarly written with bad politics? <laughs> but we don't need to hear that now. <laughs> this is a treat for another day. <laughs> if, if this is a fucking sci-fi epic again, <laughs> oh, you, Mirror Universe sitcoms. I can't about that. We have got a live show coming up in April. If you'd like to come and watch regular features live, it'll be like this, but in a room with other people and lager. We won't be as loud as we are because we're usually no. more nervous and embarrassed. <laughs> we might not be though, who knows? What month did you say then? Uh, April. Yes, that's right. Yeah, we're not doing one now because we'd be doing it probably now. Yeah. It's the first Monday of April. And we're not. Hey, I'm, I'm going to guess. Just off the top of my head. Yeah. Fourth? I don't know. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I genuinely don't if know. If you go to the Canal Cafe... It will take three days. <laughs> yeah. Go to canalcafetheatre.com and you'll find out when we're on. Uh, we're usually quite close to the top of the front page because there's not that much happening there. It's fine. <laughs> there is, but there's not... You know, we're there every month. Come on, we put in the bloody bump and grind. <laughs> if, if you, <laughs> that phrase keeps popping up. I'm not sure I know what it means anymore. I think you do. Uh, if you really enjoy this podcast, though, uh, you might consider donating a little bit of cash to us on Patreon, just because it's like, it's how we keep happy. You go to patreon.com forward slash regular features. Or, if you've yet to do so, just give yeah. us a little uh, rating and review on iTunes. Or, even better than that, the rating and reviewing, apparently, it helps. Yeah. Do it. It's it that does. weird thing where literally everyone says, apparently it helps. No one's no ever one heard knows. the initial source. It's got algorithms. I'm going to be entirely you. honest. I think that every time you do a new podcast, if you get any any rates and reviews, you shoot up to the top of the ranks really quickly. Skip and then forever afterwards, you're just sitting in the doldrums. But then again, you've got big dead daddies like the IGN boys who are just always at the big top. Big dead daddies? <laughs> big daddies. Uh, the dead was a stuttering. You're not dead. We've told, we've told everyone you're not dead. Yeah. So I don't know, just fucking do stuff on the internet, see what happens. Big dead daddies. Big dead daddies. That's going to be a wait, sequel to dead. Fantastic wrestler. That's the Golden Girls <laughs> mirror universe. Uh, but finally, yeah, if you've got like uh, you've got friends who think they might like this, they might not, but you could try. Yeah, I've seen more than one tweet recently where someone's tried to introduce the podcast to someone. Often lovers, like people it. will often find that they try and get their partner to listen to it and they really don't like it. Mm. However... Sometimes they, their partner loves it and then they come to live shows together and they live a happy, long, fruitful life. Imagine how hard it is for us when our partners' partners are actually in the fucking podcast. You you get away with this. It's just a hobby for you. We actually... We live we're it. We're poisonous. Our whole relationships are poisoned by this My podcast. My boys hates me <laughs> just for being a part of this. Well, and I have to do everything I can just to counterbalance that with endless... My boyfriend, my boyfriend comes to the live shows just so he can sit there with a 
one tiny spotlight trained on his face, slowly shaking his head throughout the whole <laughs> fucking thing. Even I find that distracting. <laughs> oh, like, oh, it's distracting for all of us, but for you, it's awful. <laughs> Must be absolutely soul-destroying. <laughs> My girlfriend doesn't even come. <laughs> she came once, and she thought, that was enough. I want you, Fair. To, I want you to isolate that little sentence. My girlfriend doesn't even come. Oh, no, Lord. Oh. I want you to isolate that. I want you to oh. isolate that. I want you to isolate me saying this. <laughs> isolate you. Right, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye! Bye. You're going to say bye, Log? Come on. Bye! <laughs> <Good>. <laughs>